Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay. okay, podcast starts now. Okay, oof. Shh. Um, I just want to fill everyone in that we, I, I, it's now been a half hour. We had a half hour of how many, would you say four different technical issues? If you can hear what we're saying right now, that is a feat of our technical <laughs> prowess. Really? I can't even, I, I, I do think it probably still doesn't work, <laughs> even though we no, now are I think supposedly are, recording two different ways. What we are currently recording, there is no doubt in my mind, is not being recorded. This, yeah. is, this can't be released because it's not being recorded. We are talking to nothing and well, to we're no one. Finally, we're finally going back to our roots <laughs> for two reasons. First of all, because we are not recording and yes. speaking with no intention of releasing the episode, which is kind of how this podcast started. And then second of all, because we are both uh, hungover and overcaffeinated. Yes. I woke up this morning with a deep, dark hangover. And it is, you know, I'm reaching that part of it that is like where you want to go to sleep, but I can't because I have to record our smash hit podcast. Yeah. <laughs> our runaway smash podcast. The podcast on everybody's lips. I'm, of course, talking about Stradio Lab. You know, I mean, Sam, I told you this, but we have our youngest ever fan. Who? Okay. Are the wheels turning? Oh, the baby. Yeah. Okay. So our friend, friend of the pod, Dan, had a baby. Well, he didn't give birth to the baby, but he now is a father. And he kidnapped a baby. He kidnapped a baby. <laughs> and <laughs> it's so funny. I was, um, wait, Sam, you missed um, uh, Max's uh, birthday party at the park yesterday. But I was telling someone this. And I was telling uh, Joel Brooklander, and he go, and he was t- before that he was talking about how it was impossible to find a kettlebell in during quarantine. And so then I was true. talking about how our friend adopted a baby, and he's like, "Yeah, I mean, it's easier to adopt a baby than <laughs> than buy a kettlebell in quarantine." Oh my God, how did that feel to be social? Honestly, it was really wait to close the loop on the other thing. Sorry. So Dan's baby. Um, well, I guess he told me the name, but maybe it's not public info, so maybe I don't want to dox her. Leak, <laughs> but, the, uh, name. <laughs> leak the name. <laughs> Let's just say, you know how for albums, for like a Lady Gaga album, it's like LG6? This is mm-hmm. DD1. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so I won't, I won't say the baby's name, but it is, it's a very cute name, and it's like... I, I, in my mind, in my mind, it's a Greek name, but like if someone was like, it's actually 
Latin, then I'd be like, sure. Well, yeah, they're the same, right? Right, they're the same. Well, there's like <laughs> old and new. I mean, the um, fact that Greece and Italy are different places, is this offensive? The fact that <laughs> 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 They're like the same, right? I yeah. Mean, is, it, is this rude? No, I do think that also the stereotypes <laughs> about Italians and Greeks are... Well, it's funny because Italian culture is so much more represented in the United States. I mean, from The Sopranos to Lady Gaga. And whereas Greek culture, really, we only have Neoverdalos. <laughs> Who is that? She wrote and starred in My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Oh, you're right. Okay, she's a star. Yeah, Academy Award nominee. <laughs> Any other I'm questions? Sorry. I'm not <laughs> obsessed with her. Jesus. Okay, well, <laughs> makes one of us. Um, <laughs> but I do think it is crazy how Ital- Italian-American culture has so many touchstones. Yeah. And, and, and many of them are good. I mean, many of them are terrible, but many of them are really good. But Greek American culture is It's my big fat Greek wedding. It is uh I keep wanting to say Italian things. I'm like I know. <laughs> in in season two of the Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini Netflix show Dead to Me, there's a storyline that has to do with the Greek mafia. Oh, you know what? It's Sisterhood yeah. of the Traveling Pants. That's what it is, you're right. Oh my god, and you know what else? Mamma Mia. <laughs> Mamma Mia, of course. Okay, but that's more like things set in greece like i guess this sort of the traveling pants there's the greek guy that that alexis bladell likes yeah that's greek culture the greek guy no you're right <laughs> the idea of being the greek guy is greek culture <laughs> okay so wait um so being outside i have to say so here's the thing like i do think it's funny to see people um you know in real time negotiate with themselves how serious they want to be about social distancing and protecting themselves it's a lot of like people truly half-assing it in the most charming way it's just like it's like you'll forget about it and then you'll have like a normal interaction and then kind of like go back and be like oh no or like you'll suddenly realize you have you, you put down your mask in order to have a sip of coffee but then you like didn't put it up in time i don't know and then there were other i have to say i'm not i did not do this um but i was shocked to see people around Sometimes people would like hug. Yeah, and it's like, isn't that illegal? Isn't right. that the the thing you were not supposed to do? It's interesting. I'm and lost. I knew, yeah. <laughs> do, do you think there needs to be kind of a park, like a peaceful park patrol team? That all, whose only job is to prevent people from hugging. George, in this time, in this That's era, why I chose our words you, very carefully. Are you arguing for more police? At no, this I'm literally arguing. I'm in saying, 2020. No, I'm saying the that the year of our Lord, are you asking for more police? No. In fact, that I was trying to <laughs> ma- I, it's like way too soon to make. I was trying to make a joke of like the last thing I would want to do is involve the police. So that's why there should be like a part. In fact, how about this? It's all. It's an all children force. No, in yes. the year 2020 A.D. Anno Domini, are you asking <laughs> for more police? In no, I'm, this li- I'm day? literally. Are you I'm asking saying, for a child army yes, to police chi- people? Here's the thing: a child <laughs> army of park, com- of community park patrol, unarmed. Of course, I mean, <laughs> all all little girls. So it's feminist. Okay. Sounds very gendered. All, they all have to dress like Jojo Siwa. <laughs> um, so that they're like non-threatening. Not only are they unarmed, they actually are... Um, they are all wearing um, like like a... What am I... What, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, I have no idea. A straight jacket. So it's little <laughs> girls <laughs> dressed like... Jojo Siwa wearing a they straight have jacket. Hair, so they hair like so, Jojo Siwa. So even if they wanted to, jacket. in any, you know, like, even if they wanted to kind of like push someone or something, they can't do that. But all they do is go around, and if someone's hugging, they go, Stop it! <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you still think that that's a bad suggestion? I think you're right that you have made the uh, distinction between this army and police very that's like, different. That was my I entire know. intention from the beginning. I was like, What is. I was like, what is a form of, um, you know, collective, uh, you know, ways of holding each other accountable that is the least, that has the least possibility of, um, of being abused. And 
and my suggestion, which I stand by, is an army of little girls dressed like JoJo Siwa in straight jackets. I think it's genius. Wait, I'm going to so... jump in. I don't know if I'm allowed okay, to. Because yeah. I think you guys no, are still like, doing your intro. Those are where my tax dollars are going to these girls <laughs> <Yes>. in straight jackets. <laughs> I pay taxes. Listen, the taxes are not only going to the straight jackets, uh-huh. but to the pieces of flair that are going on the straight jackets in order to make the little girls even less threatening than they already are. It's a fun thing. People love the, the Jojo Ziwa you know army. And here's, and here's where we're going to pay for it. All the money... <laughs> That was previously going to Girl Scouts uh-huh. is not going to go to these uh, child armies of little girls. So wait, do we pay for Girl Scouts? I guess not. I, that's not like a government agency. Wait, right? you know what though? It should be, don't you think? <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Don't, what if all the money that went to the police went to Girl Scouts, and then they made instead of just cookies, literally like elaborate like um, baked goods like a like a really fresh lime tart that they would deliver to your house i mean i would love that the girl right, scouts, so why don't we do that we they got stuff going on like when i was a kid i wasn't a girl scout but i went to girl scout camp whoa mm-hmm. i went you to can camp. just let yourself into girl scout camp i can i with did being unaffiliated and <laughs> wait this is how my friend who isn't jewish worked at a kibbutz <laughs> i worked at a jewish y and i'm not jewish See, there right. you go. Well, the Girl Scouts are very similar to the Jewish people in that they're very welcoming <laughs> of outsiders. They are. And they yeah, are. I learned how to sail there. They had like all sorts of programs. Archery, you know, we learned. They do a lot of Wow. Mm-hmm. They're building See, an army. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, again, but you know what, though? Archery already, that would not fly in my child army of little True. girls dressed like JoJo Siwa. <laughs> Physically something. speaking, I mean, their arms are tied. They can't do anything. True. You know, I have to say, we are recording this podcast and it is already different than any other podcast that we have ever recorded uh eudora has come into the conversation Oops. completely unannounced and here's the we thing. didn't yell at her to that's go what away. i was gonna say that's what I was, yeah, and you know <laughs> because what what happens is people do come in unannounced but we immediately i mean we attack we get we get angry i mean we throw around like really kind of like offensive words We'll be like, well, we get you mad. giant bitch. Wow. <laughs> yeah. We've and, said that to some of our industry's biggest uh, names. Yeah, we have made them cry. <laughs> I but mean, today, luckily, you know, now we're on Zoom. Sometimes we'll get physically violent if we're in the studio. <laughs> um, but today, I said, as soon as Eudora uh, started speaking, I said, you know what? This feels right. I said, let's not get mad. Let's, let's not get mad. Let's just let it happen. And we both decided that independently, but and, and we knew we knew this was the time. So George and I kind of like we don't need to say everything to know that we're on the same page. Mm. We can kind of like read each other's minds in a weird way. And actually most podcast hosts, when they really get in the group, they can they often say that they have telekinetic powers with their co host. Correct. <laughs> And I also want to say about this pod so far is that it is um, the most disjointed yet. I feel like I cannot, I'm so hungover, I feel like I cannot hold a conversation thread and I keep uh, jumping at the next thing that you say and just trying to start a new conversation based on it. Well, that is so lucky because we, what we actually have to do is have a conversation and then have a second one with the second one that we're recording after this one. So <laughs> I think that's really good news. Um, so Yodora, let's, at this point, you're in. The okay. curtains are drawn. There's no point in going back to, yeah, to I, pretending that it's just the two of us. I would like to retroactively introduce Eudora Peterson. Thank you. Th- does that count? Did I do it? Yeah, that's fine. That's good. Did I, yeah, oh. you sound pissed. Who? Yeah, did I, do, I did a bad job, right? No, no, I'm not mad. No, honestly, I wasn't sure. Like, when you guys were talking, I was like, oh, no, are they going to be like, why? I thought, literally, Sam, you're going to text me and be like, speak. So that's the only reason why I jumped in. I Like, honestly, I would still be fine if you guys want to keep talking and then no 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 at this point if we were to keep talking that would be crazy that would be insane yeah (laughs) that would be bonkers so yodora give us the lowdown before we fully get into it where are you mentally and spiritually right now and even if you they want to say physically Mm. you know physically i'm actually in a, a pretty i'm in a real good place physically uh, oh, go off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think honestly, the best place I've ever been, yeah, ever in my life. I work out 
three times a week. I never used oh. to do that. Wow. Yeah. I thought you were going to say times a day, and I was like, oh, no. okay, three <laughs> times a week. <laughs> oh, no. I was like, she's crazy. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, What's your routine? I just do, like, the the videos like on youtube like i'm very everybody's into the the pop sugar fitness stuff that's where i i've started wait yeah that's what someone sent me really is that like does is everyone doing that i think so i think especially like in quarantine that's everybody's solution to not being able to go to the gym can i ask something what is the deal with pop sugar what and this is a question that many people are afraid to ask what is the deal with pop sugar? Because in my here, here's a, pop sugar, I think is such is so emblematic of like, mm, dare I say it, late capitalism. Oh no! It's like, <laughs> Ring the impo- alarm. It's impossible <laughs> to understand what it is, and yet you know, is it run by the army? Is it run by um, General Mills, the giant corporation? Is it run there, by both? Is it a there collab? is no name to pop sugar? There is no like face behind it. It's truly it's a it's a it's a giant corporation that we Wait, have it, no accountability for. A giant corporate. If you were to tell me that it it made a billion dollars a day, I would believe you. If you were to tell me it has literally never made any money because it actually has no product that it's offering, I would also believe you. I mean, in my mind, Pop Sugar is like a digital um, kind of BuzzFeed knockoff. But then suddenly, okay, it's a workout company? Yeah, I have no <laughs> idea. I totally agree with you, and you're so right in that, like, for some reason, I've never deign to ask what is going on here i've just accepted it but i agree like it's fitness but i think it's also like fashion i it's one of those things that's a lifestyle which means absolutely Uh, nothing you know how um like that thing about like cooking a frog like you bring it to a boil and it doesn't notice it's being cooked versus like putting a frog in hot water and it hops out oh i've heard that well it's to be like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Am I crazy? No, no, I like it. <laughs> Here's the thing. That does sound like something I've heard before. I could not tell you what it means. And in fact, your description did not help me. It means like like sometimes when you when things are like slowly amped up, you just accept it as normal the whole way versus like starting at the top and you will be like this is weird. Pop sugar did that to us. Acclimation. Like, pop sugar has yeah, it's been like around quietly always. And we've like never questioned it. <laughs> and now like it's like now it's been around for what 15 years what is this website yeah and we just accept it as normal whereas if it were introduced right now we would be like this is weird mm-hmm. but we can't because it's been around for 15 years you can Slowly. say that about a lot of things in our culture <laughs> a lot of people <laughs> a lot of people i think yeah. jojo ziwa is kind of an example of that that's actually. true jojo ziwa if you were to now boil her <laughs> you know who knows what would happen I but don't she's know who been that in is. that hot tub for years Oh, you you gotta look her up. You'll freak. I'm gonna look. Wait, I want you to look her up, and then also reconsider the fact that I want my child army to look like that, and then I want you to react. <laughs> oh wait, I do know who this is. Okay. Okay, but now do you think it's funny for a child army to look like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's all I wanted. <laughs> uh, oh okay. my god. Okay. So do you know working... what's crazy about JoJo Siwa? Is she's now like. Okay, we have to have this really difficult conversation, which is that Jojo Siwa soon is going to have her can't be tamed phase. Yeah, she's going to be like in a bird cage, like writhing around, and it's going to like people are going to like BuzzFeed's going to be like, not the Jojo Siwa you thought you knew. Yeah, and Pop then, Sugar like, is going to go wild, and then like weird gay guys are going to be like, for real, we actually love this. And uh, yeah, and there's like- going to be gay guys that are like, if you weren't standing her from day one, then like. You know, don't get on the bandwagon now. I mean, the fact that... Okay, and I can say this because I am a gay guy. Right. The fact that gay guys legitimately sometimes like Miley Cyrus is like, guys, come on. Like, she's not... Like, she's not a real thing. Like... Wow. She's Jojo Ziwa. Like... We we, we all accept this as normal. She's not normal. This is crazy. Am I upset? I'm upset. I'm crying. In the words of Kamala Harris... That gay guy was me. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I, you like her? I like her. What do you like about her? What do you like about her? I mean, first of all, I fully the the era where she where the era where she was like twerking and whatever. I you know, it's extremely cringy. I'm in no way trying to defend it. I think 
when she goes back to her roots, she has a really good voice. And, sure. and she's really good at kind of like country-esque white music. And um, I actually genuinely think she's like a really good vocalist. And I think when she stays in her lane, she's good. She's talented. Eudora, what do you think? Um, it's tough. I think I... No, actually, it's not tough. I can concede that somebody is talented, but I still don't have to like them. And I don't like Oh, her. 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, and I agree with that. And I think it took me a while... Uh, I mean, that's kind of how I, yeah, I mean, there's other people that like Taylor Swift, for instance, I do think is talented for some reason. I don't react. I'm like, ugh, I don't like that. Like I, I have a visual negative reaction to it Mm -hmm. for some, and and Miley Cyrus, I did, it took me a while to like forgive that entire how, and I understand that it's not my, (laughs) it's not my place to forgive for for anything, but I just mean in terms of like me being able to like hear her without rolling my Mm -hmm. eyes, I'm now at a point where I'm able to do that. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, do I think she's kind of annoying? Sure. I'm not, gonna, I'm not, I, I'm in no way going to like die defending her. If someone was like, she's bad, I'd be like, okay. Here's the thing about me also is like having a good voice is like, okay. Like, <laughs> sure. Like, ev- like that's like a bunch of people. Like so many people have good voices. That's not like, like what is Miley Cyrus? Like, does she have a perspective at all? Like her perspective is just like, I don't know. Like. I'll do whatever I want at a certain time. Yeah. Am I being, I I mean, get her on the pod. I'll tell this to her face. I would say this straight to her face. And, and this doesn't mean like, I'm not like I'm blasting party in the USA. You know, I'm having fun. I'm not a grump for Christ's sake. That being said, she's Jojo Ziba. Okay. Eudora, Mm -hmm. (laughs) who is your problematic fave? Wow. Fave. I feel like I have a lot of them. I'm trying to think. Ooh. I have one, and I will I will say who it is after you say yours. Mm. Um, dang, I really got to think. I'm not sh- sure. I guess maybe... I don't know if she's even my fave, but I do enjoy her. I like um, Doja Cat, but oh, she's always yeah. in a lot of trouble, it seems like. Yeah, she, she is, but is. here's the thing, I, and I'm not um, up to date on this, so please mm-hmm. don't go off on me, Sam, but <laughs> in my mind, Doja Cat, the things that she's getting in trouble for are, it's like she was in chat rooms when she was like 16. Am I wrong? That's the current thing that's like happening now, and I'm not, I'm also not like up to date on that either, but yeah. I feel like prior to that too, she was like uh accused like she was homophobic or transphobic oh, there's a lot of other stuff yeah that was going on well i would like to say i denounce homophobia and transphobia brave <laughs> that is a sleigh um and not a lot of people can say that but i would also like to say that i really like that song where she goes bitch i'm a cow and then i also really <laughs> like say so i think say so is like a really good song i kind of feel about doja cat like like do i how long will she be around like do i have to you know, sign up for an account with her? Do I need to like <laughs> stick around for her or do I, can I just like stay quiet for like another year and she'll be yeah. gone? No, in my mind, I'm on the free trial, but yeah. you never know when they're going to start charging. <laughs> <laughs> my problematic fave that I still have an account with actually mm-hmm. is definitely Azalea Banks. Me too. I, I, oh I yeah. Agree. Yeah. Agreed. I, agreed. She, could, she can say whatever she wants. I'm a, like, I'll listen to every single new song. Me too. The thing with Azealia Banks is you want to be like, whatever. Like, she's actually always right. And then someone reminds you of, like, something she said. And you're like, oh, God. Right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, it really really is, like, so terrible. (laughs) Like, however, the thing with her, which is so crazy, and it's so, it's really usually not the case with people who are, quote, unquote, messy like that, is that Azealia Banks' music is fully separate from her from this like persona like her music is always so carefully made and well done and it's even if she has beef with someone or anything she won't release like a really kind of like um you know bad diss track that that you know uh that's like really roughly done like it's always like incredibly well produced innovative music and then in her personal life she'll just like suddenly say something really racist Mm -hmm. (laughs) you're so right yeah the music is impeccable it's way yeah the music is so good i mean i could and and more so than other people like the consistency is even more so than than people who are technically better 
you could argue at least like better musicians than her. I mean, even someone like Kanye like has his ups and downs. I feel like Azalea Banks literally every song is good. Is that cr- <laughs> is that crazy? I'm gonna go ahead and say that's not crazy. Okay, no. good. Great. I feel. What like, do you think? No, I think like she's somebody who I don't understand, like how her trajectory, like you said, is just always on an incline. Yeah, like it's always always getting better. But yeah, I agree with you. I freak. I. I I love to listen to that music, and then you know, you remember what happened. You really do. Yeah, you remember. It, it's it's dark. It's tough. It's also tough too because you're right in that like a lot of the stuff, when you can like sift through the sewage, there mm-hmm. is you know something of value that she's trying to like explain, and I feel like a lot oh, yeah. of it, yeah. I remember specifically there was a, a when she was on the Breakfast Club, maybe like at this point, like, four or five years ago, it was actually a really good interview, and, like, I watched the whole thing, or I listened to the whole thing, rather, and I was, like, I think she was, like, making very, very good points, like, countering things people were trying to kind of, like, project onto her, but then the next day, she'll wake up, and she'll, like, like, literally say something incredibly racist about um, Zane from One Direction, Yeah, and you're, like, well, what's the end game here? I have no idea, (laughs) but you're right, that's a good one, though. That's a very, very good problematic fave. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Thank you. I do think that's, to be fair, Eudora. <laughs> oh, wait, was it Sam? I'm sorry, Sam. <laughs> that was that actually my problematic fave. It's <laughs> a problematic fave of most white gay men I know. So I don't, wanna, I don't want the two of us to take too much credit. <laughs> Sam, do um, you think it's time to do our first segment? Weirdly, I think it might be. Okay. Okay. okay, so our first segment is called Straight Shooters, and um, we give you like a series of rapid-fire questions, and it's sort of just to determine your familiarity with straight culture. Um, so we'll give you like an A or a B, and you pick one. Okay. And you and the one rule is that you can't ask like what the rules of the game are. You have sure. to and, just pick one. Okay. And the the other rule is like please like don't overthink it. Like and, yeah. And then like, the third rule is don't underthink it. Because it would be, if you're not like right in the middle, we'll tell. Okay. Yeah, we have, I mean, and we'll tell and we won't even have, we'll make eyes at each other and be like, well, she failed. Okay. I'm afraid so of you I'll guys. go first. Okay, okay Eudora. Mm-hmm. Bagels or Bialis? Bagels. Okay, Eudora. Mm-hmm. Flavor Town or Funky Town? Funky Town. Jelly or Jam? Jam. Anchorman or Anchorman 2? Anchorman. Okay, no doubt Gwen Stefani, Harajuku Girls Gwen Stefani. No doubt Gwen Stefani. I don't need to hear the rest. It's fine. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Mowing the grass while shirtless or being a lifeguard? Being a lifeguard. Toaster or toaster oven? Toaster oven. I'm out of ones. Okay, a self-help book written by a woman named Carla or a coffee table book with a bunch of drawings of root vegetables. Uh, root vegetables. Okay, correct. Wow, wow Sam. All right, so we are, have decided that this game will henceforth be rated out of 1,000 doves, <laughs> which is um, a song on the new Lady Gaga album, Chromatica. So out of 1,000 doves, Sam, what do you think Eudora gets? I think Eudora gets 982 doves. That is spot on. <laughs> nice. Wait, okay. Since are we done with the game? Yes. So can yeah. I ask about it or no? Yeah, you can ask about I it. I mean, now. you can, but we're going to get mad. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm going to tell you about it then. Yeah, I... yeah please do. <laughs> Wait, when you were giving me those questions, I was just choosing things that like I I I want, I like. I wasn't yeah. even thinking about like I maybe you're supposed to choose things that the straight people would choose, but I chose the It's things... different for everyone. Some okay. people choose the straight straighter option and some people choose uh, what they themselves would choose and then neither one is right or wrong it's more of a matter of like what you're if we can tell that you're doing something in good faith okay the, the game is set up uh as a trap it's for people to fall into and inherently fail there is no succeeding on this podcast in general even i would yeah, say i mean even okay. the fact that you were rated 982 doves that's actually the worst possible rating you can get it's not on a linear scale <laughs> okay it's both the worst and the best. It's it's the a lot. That, it's a lot. The, I mean, think about how many 
I cannot stop thinking about 1,000 Doves, the song by Lady Gaga. Eudora, have you heard the song 1,000 Doves by Lady Gaga? I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> oh, my goodness. If you were to release an album, what would the worst song on it be called? Probably 1,000 Doves. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that is correct. You That's correct. The best. <laughs> you get a thousand doves for that answer. <laughs> but I don't want them. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm happy to just, I'm happy to free fall into this podcast. Like you okay, said. Okay, great. Okay, now, and now we're there. Okay. Okay, if you're listening, the podcast starts now. Mm. Okay. <laughs> um, so, our topic today is. Did you already forget it? I remembered. It's the Beatles. Oh, yeah, that's right. The what Beatles. What if the Beatles covered 1,000 doves? It would be bad. It would still be bad. Okay, okay. when songs are bad, right. it makes them good in a way. Yeah, no, that's true. What do you think? <laughs> hmm. When a song is bad... You think it yes. makes it good? I think, honestly, if a song is bad, then it's good for me. Because if you like this song, then I know about you. Uh, Whoa. So I guess it is good. You know, music is so social. Mm-hmm. Music is so social. Mm-hmm. See, I like, specifically when Lady... This this podcast is obviously about the Beatles. When Lady Gaga is bad, mm-hmm. uh, I find that as fun as when she is good. Oh, if not more so. <laughs> yeah. Like, Chromatica, I'm happy. Obviously, this podcast is about the Beatles. That being said, Chromatica, I think, is so good in, like, a classic sense mm-hmm. that when there's those little moments of bad, like, I'm talking 1,000 Doves, I'm talking Plastic Doll, I'm in heaven because I need her to be... I can't have her be smarter than me. And when, <laughs> when she is dumb, I get to feel good. And when she's good, I get to feel good. But I need both. This yeah. podcast is obviously about the Beatles. <laughs> but <laughs> all that being said, this is how I feel about Lady Gaga. That, yeah. So in terms of the Beatles, um, Eudora, what's your favorite Lady Gaga album? <laughs> <laughs> I, to be honest, I don't really know the Lady Gaga like albums. I know her singles, but yeah. I'm not like a I'm not a huge fan. Not, I'm not saying that I hate her or oh. dislike, but it's one of those things where I don't like follow her. So totally, I'm not totally. aware. I'm not aware. Who's okay. your number one, like pop star wise? Pop star wise, probably Rihanna. Okay, that's oh, my okay. answer. And then I was recent. Well, not recently. It was like two years ago. But I was on a different that's podcast. Recent. I was. I was sorry. That's recent. Two years. Yeah, ago. it's that's really recent. I was on a different podcast, and I said I love Rihanna, uh-huh. and then I was almost chased out of the studio by who? By who? By, you know what? I'm going to call them out by name. Do it. Do it. Marie Faustin and Sydney Washington. <laughs> Wait, what did they what say about it? What was their take? Yeah. Well, their take, which I understand, is that Rihanna is like not a not as good of a live performer as many of her contemporaries. But then I said, and they were like, would you ever see Rihanna live? And they just both laughed and laughed, just these evil, maleficent laughs. laughs. Yeah. And then I said, you know what? And I said, you know what? Sydney Washington and Marie Faustin, huh. I have seen her live. I went to the anti-world tour with my friend from college, Chrissy. And uh-huh. you know what? We had a really good time. And I was Shout completely sober, and I, and I was having a ball throughout. And I actually think she's a great dancer live. I have to tell you, listen, I love yeah. Sydney and Marie. I disagree with them about, like, things, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But the thing about Rihanna, here's the thing. I would much rather go to a Rihanna concert than an Ariana Grande concert. Because, yes, yeah. Ariana Grande can sing, but what is she's not singing anything I want to hear. Wow. Oh, my God. Obviously, this podcast is about the Beatles. <laughs> and the fact that you would bring up... Paul McCartney? Ariana, yeah, I went there. Whatever. <laughs> Ariana Paul McCartney. Grande Paul McCartney. Light right now, on, on our podcast about the Beatles, <laughs> it's it's unnecessary and it's rude. I'm free falling. I don't care. <laughs> you know, speaking of the Beatles, uh, in the song Four Seconds, Paul McCartney duets with Rihanna, mm-hmm. the international pop star and makeup mogul. Yeah. And not to mention problematic fave, Kanye West. Oh, right. yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not in the uh, headspace to talk about Kanye West, but... Um, no, let's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, um, Rihanna. See, I would agree. I mean, I, I think Rihanna. Rihanna is like... It, Rihanna is the platonic ideal of like how someone who's really popular can also... 
you know have challenge have, can put out innovative and challenging music yes mm-hmm. would you agree with that yeah and i also just feel like she's just like it's the same thing kind of with like um people who kind of like push back with like Aaliyah. you know Aaliyah mm-hmm. is not like the best like vocalist or whatever but she has a whole like there's a whole attitude and there's like this whole like there's so much more aspiration i feel like involved like i want to like I want to wear the clothes that she's wearing. I want to go where she's going. I just want to be around her. I want to be immersed in this world. And it just, I don't know. It just sounds much more, like, complete. Uh, like 100%. Sam was saying, tons of people can sing very well. I don't need to, yeah, like... Yeah, who cares about singing? I, to be honest, I barely like... I don't even like singing that much. I don't like singing. I mean, I don't who like cares? Singing. You can do... To sing, it's like, all right, well, congrats. You know, yeah, awesome. You got an A. You like so you're good at you know. I just made uh, a pot of coffee. I, you know, I don't deserve an award. Yeah, like do people get awards for being like tall? Like who cares? Yeah, you some have, of them do. Like in sports. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some of them do. But I, agree I love with you. the sport where you are tall. <laughs> yeah, you know, the it's sport so interesting. Where you have to reach. <laughs> That is one of my favorite sports. <laughs> <laughs> the sport where you just be. <laughs> Don't you think that sports would be so much better if we cut out the middleman and just awarded people who are tall? <laughs> <laughs> like, rather than having them jump through hoops and, like, you know, be divided into, like, hockey and basketball and football, mm-hmm. just, like, pick the tallest people, mm-hmm. give them awards, mm-hmm. then pick the widest people, give mm-hmm. them different awards, mm-hmm. and then just fucking move on, mm-hmm. and we can debate about singers and pop music. The idea that you have to create this entire universe around what is essentially just giving people awards for being tall and wide. <laughs> George, this is the smartest thing you've ever said in your entire life. And this is making me think in such a big way. Like, the amount of energy we put into, like, building courts. Like, yeah. literally, like, build a school. Uh-huh. Just like, build schools. <laughs> we could fund so many child armies of JoJo Siwas with the money that we put into building basketball courts. Oh my god, just and like we're not taking anything away. Like the tall people get awards still and it's beautiful. Yeah. No, it's true. And oh. you know what? Okay, I I just because this is about the Beatles, I want to go back to Rihanna for a second. <laughs> so, we have this uh semi-recurring segment where we ask the question, is she there yet? And this was inspired by our, our old guest um Celeste Yim. And basically, it's just like we pick a person and we say, "Is she there yet?" And I think Rihanna is the is like an ideal example of someone who is there yet. Agreed. Yeah. And I think what you're saying in terms of like the combination of music, personality, vibe, like um, kind of like very conscious choices, even the fact that like other people who, you know, I won't name do things like put out clothing lines and makeup lines and stuff almost as like, as kind of just like something to do to, to make money. Whereas Rihanna, I feel like even does those things with more, uh, in a more conscious manner. So it's just like, I don't know. I mean, imagine a world in which um, everyone was like that. That's beautiful. I mean, considering that this podcast is solely about the Beatles, yeah. is Ariana Grande there yet? Okay, I want to hear Yodora's answer to this. No, I mean, I'm just not an Ariana Grande yeah. fan. You don't think she's there yet? No, I think I think like the big difference also for me too is like, authenticity i feel like rihanna feels like as authentic as a pop star can be rihanna feels that to me as opposed to like ariana grande i'm like i you tried to convince me that you were latinx so like i don't (laughs) you know that is true and it's it's one of those things that weirdly like comes up every few months yeah and then there's like a viral tweet about it and then everyone's like okay well we addressed it And then Ariana Grande comes out and is just like, hola. And it's like, no. (laughs) Wait, speaking of, you know, Ariana Grande, ultimately Italian-American culture. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mm -hmm. Do you know what's Greek culture, though? Marina and the Diamonds. She's Greek. And no one cares about her. So that really goes to show you. Even I don't care about her. Yeah, no, it's crazy. (laughs) Um, Talk about someone who's not there yet. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, interesting. I think what I'm getting, Eudora, is that you do think Ariana Grande is there yet, but that there is not somewhere you want to go. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. For most people, I think she is definitely there. 
And like yeah. I said, I don't, like, she is incredibly talented. I'm not disputing that or trying to negate that. But, Why would you? Yeah, but it's like... If, in this climate? No. <laughs> Please do not negate her talent exactly. in this climate. <laughs> that feel when you negate Ariana Grande. <laughs> I would never do that. But <laughs> you would never. Never, ever, ever. But yeah, like I said, it's like, but do I actually want to listen to any of the songs? No. Right. I right, don't. Right. I yeah. will say kind of I have the opposite feeling where it's like, do I like dream about Ariana Grande's like vision? Like, do I like get in her world? Absolutely not. Right. Do I want to listen to those songs? 100% all the time. Mm. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the songs hit. The, I songs, mean, the songs do not hit. <laughs> the songs don't hit. Oh, my God. You're insane. I'm a little I'm bit somewhere, insane. I'm somewhere, I'm somewhere in the middle with this because I... I'm so here comes um, both sides, George. I, yeah, no, it's, it's, I, I'm so empathetic to different viewpoints that sure. really I could be pulled in any different direction. <laughs> I should write for the New York Times opinion section. Woo! Oh. Shots fired! Blah 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 blah. <laughs> Wait, Sam. So what is what's what's a Ariana Grande's Ariana Grande song that hits for you? Uh oh, put him I, on the spot. Yeah. I mean, the number one, uh, considering this is a podcast. About the Beatles, sure, right. the yeah. Ariana Grande song that is essential viewing uh-huh. is Into You. How does yeah. that go? You know what? Ultimately, I would agree with that. I'm so into you. I can barely breathe. Oh my God, Ariana, Whoa. I love your work. <laughs> <laughs> that one. And it's like... But I better I want it a little bit competition. This sounds like a little less conversation, a little more action. That's what you said. Yes, it does sound like that. She's 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 playing what she's referencing. I mean it's an homage um to Elvis. Wow. Talk about someone who was who was also Latinx. Yeah. Elvis is one of my favorite Latinx performers. <laughs> Do you really so Eudora, you don't know the song Into You by Ariana Grande? Hearing you singing it, I'm like, oh I'm I'm aware of the song, but I guess there's just a lot of songs like that where they just like to me, they just don't do anything for me. I don't know what it is. And the thing is I'm not even a pop snob. Like I'm not like there are Katy Perry songs that I'm like, I understand why this is a hit. I understand why this is so popular. But to me, I just I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I I, I do think how you feel about Ariana was how I felt about Katy for the longest time. Mm -hmm. And I really have to get into a dumb part of my brain to be like, I'm going to listen to a Katy Perry song. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, I mean, I do think I'm getting dumber as I'm getting older. And I think now at this point, that song she released a couple of uh, maybe like a year ago, Harley's in Hawaii, um, which is about writing Harley's in the state of Hawaii. (laughs) And in the video, she is, in fact, on a motorcycle in Hawaii. Um, and I, I heard that song and I was, I was like, this is good. Ha. Katy Perry, yeah. you know, Katy Perry made a whole career out of the dumb parts of Gaga. When Gaga is dumb, mm-hmm. Katy Perry was like, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to do that entirely. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I totally agree. But yeah, Katy Perry, again, I don't like her, but I, <laughs> I, I understand it. I understand her though. I get what she's who doing. Do you think, who do you think of the pop stars as most influenced by the Beatles? <laughs> Isn't that a hard question? I'm trying to think. Um, none of them? Yeah. Do you think, I think they were all like, yeah, no. Like, I think I think Katy Perry listened to a Beatles album and was like, I'm good. That's talking? definitely what happened with Katy Perry. <laughs> she's like, no, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't really know, actually. Like, the only... But I don't know if you would consider them pop stars. Like, One Direction, does that count? Oh, like other boy... Like, boy bands, yeah. Like, white boy Yeah, bands. undoubtedly. I mean, NSYNC is... You know, you you see the influence right there, front and center. <laughs> okay. I have to say, uh, yeah. so about the Beatles. Uh-huh. Yeah. When, when boys do uh-huh. pop songs, uh-huh. oh, it's kind of like, atrocious. why? Yeah. Like, don't. Oh, you like, don't like don't. it. When boys... Wait, why? Okay, Eudora, uh. are you a, a Harry Styles person? Oh, I, I love Harry Styles. Wow. Yeah, but I, I, I am like one of those people who... Uh, I 
had no uh, I didn't know who he was when One Direction yeah. was around but once he was out of that I was like oh wh- who is this guy I gotta know this guy I love Harry Styles yeah for me Harry Styles is just like I, <laughs> I think that I <laughs> I guess I would say I feel about I just don't I think you know talk about someone who is influenced by the Beatles for sure for sure <laughs> And that's, so that's where I'm going to stop. Yeah, For sure, for I sure. I would love, if podcasts had um, sort of cover art in like a classic sense, I would love a poster of this episode mm-hmm. with a poll quote on it that says, I love Harry Styles, Eudora Peterson. <laughs> you know, that to me <laughs> is the takeaway quote from... <laughs> I mean, it is interesting, Eudora, how you're so Why, does that rattle you that I love him? You're so hard on on all these women. And then when a man puts out (laughs) mediocre music, you just Not a peep. Not a peep. You don't hear from me. (laughs) Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm hard on white women. Because when you think, I, I love Rihanna. Well, the, you know, I mean, Ariana Grande, Latinx. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're, right. you're hard on white women and Latinx women. <laughs> and not hard on, okay, cool, interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, awesome, mm-hmm. awesome sauce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the Beatles. The Beatles. Yeah. The Beatles, baby. Who yeah. could forget the Beatles? What do you think is Doja Cat's favorite Beatles song? <laughs> um, Did you ever watch that musical about the Beatles? Not about the Beatles, with Beatles music uh, with Evan Rachel Wood across the universe? Oh, I never saw it. I never it. saw it either. Me neither. So oh. anyway, does anyone else have anything they want to talk about? <laughs> the Beatles, baby. The yes. Beatles. Here's what I will say about the Beatles. I knew what the Beatles were as a band before I knew what the insect beetle was. So I actually thought that beetle was spelled with an A. And I didn't realize it was a terrible pun on the word beetle where they changed it to mean beat. Mm-hmm. I would like to add on to this and say that I recently misspelled the word skin in a text thread. How would you do that? Yeah, how is it misspelled? I wrote uh, I wrote the word skincare and for some reason I wrote S C I N. Skincare. Skincare. To have written skin wrong in a text thread, it hurts. I think. Yeah. So maybe that's how the Beatles feel when they did a typo for their name. I mean, I guess. No, they were so what proud kind of, of it. lobby do you think? What what kind of lobby do you think? is in charge of promoting the Beatles generation after generation so we never forget them other than the military and the Coast Guard <laughs> uh, I don't know will our kids know about them or will that be dead no I feel mm. like the people who white boyfriends those are the people who yes. are in charge of and this is no disrespect to my white boyfriend he's like honestly he's lukewarm on the Beatles but this uh-huh. is like that's pretty much why I know about the Beatles, because of him. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why you're dating him. Because I want to know more about the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, but I can't listen to the music. Right. No, you. You actually have to commit. You have to commit to a relationship with a yeah. white man if you even are interested in the Beatles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even if it's a passing interest. I mean, you. It can take years of your life. <laughs> it can. I'm like having a hard look in the mirror right now yeah. and I'm like thinking about like the Beatles members solo albums I put on and I'm like, wait a minute, I'm the white boyfriend. Here's the thing I've with been the, Beatles. the white boyfriend the whole time. Oh my God. I have a point about the Beatles. Yeah, if you don't and, have a white fact, boyfriend, you are the white boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Look to your left, look to your yeah. right. One of you is the white boyfriend. And <laughs> every I think in every relationship, regardless of sexuality or race, there is a white boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, and and, I'm, and you know what? I'm I'm. That's really one of the best points I've ever made. I do want <laughs> to say oh, about man. the Beatles, and this is the second best point I've ever made. I think the Beatles exist so that um, female singer songwriters can cover their songs. <laughs> <laughs> sure, like yeah, like Fiona Apple. On- like Fiona Apple or Amy Mann or like whoever else. Like I think that's why the Beatles exist, so that Fiona Apple can cover across the universe, and then I can listen to it when I'm 16. Mm. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. 
Yeah. To be fair, like huh. I I know Fiona Apple as well as I know the Beatles. That's fair. You, well, you would love this cover then. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send it to your boyfriend. <laughs> Interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, though, I mean, I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but it's like how Beyonce covered Sex on Fire by whatever that band is called. Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon. Leon Kings. Um, Leon Kings. <laughs> 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 wow. Well, have we covered the Beatles enough, do you think? Absolutely not. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say a hard no. Um, the Beatles. Mm. You guys remember that movie? Uh, not the one that George brought up, but the other one where the guy gets bonked on the head. And oh my uh, god! <laughs> How did then, it take like, us so long to to bring that up? Yesterday. Yeah, it was called yesterday. Did, did anyone it? watch that? No. I didn't. Oh my see god! It. We need to stop bringing up movies that none of us have seen. <laughs> to be fair, like, who would watch that? Yeah. Maybe, um, maybe Yodora's boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I keep, I keep dragging. I don't, never even met You never man. met him. And he, yeah. He, uh, no, yeah. I don't think he would watch it. You know, but, I have met him. And the whole time, you know, whenever we're together, yeah. he's talking about the film yesterday. Yeah, he's obsessed. <laughs> and, you know, I haven't met him, but I would say in the same way that the city of New York is the fifth character in Sex and the City. He don't, is the don't, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I think in in many respects, Eudora's boyfriend is the fifth Beatle. Oh, that's yeah. what I thought you were gonna say, and I was like, "Don't do that!" Oh Don't no, say no, that. I wasn't smart to make the most obvious <laughs> joke. <laughs> Interesting. Um, Did you guys yeah. have a point in school, like high school, where you were like, "Okay, I'm supposed to like the Beatles now"? A hundred percent. I still, to this day, am like, "Wait, fuck, should I?" Should I do yeah. the deep dive? And because here's the thing, and this is a really difficult truth mm-hmm. about the Beatles. Uh-huh. As much as so many white boyfriends like them, mm-hmm. often people who are not white boyfriends will decide to do a deep dive and then be like, they're actually like really good. I think one of the mm. biggest problems with the Beatles is that they're actually probably good. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. That's like we and we have to live with that. Like they're not as much as you want to dismiss them, they're actually good. Mm-hmm. This happened to me, like, in elementary school. That's how, like, early on it was, like, beat into me that I need to be aware and understand the Beatles. And yeah. so there's a part of that's sort of, like, okay, I guess technically they're good, but, like, I enjoyed the Beatles the most when I was maybe seven years, er, what, nine years old? Mm-hmm. So how could could it be? Yeah, I mean, they do create <laughs> music that is... It's like music for. So how could that be? How good could it be? Yeah, they. I mean, it's. I say this all the time that Carly Rae Jepsen writes adult nursery rhymes, and mm. I do think the Beatles also. I mean, it's interesting. It's this. It's like one could argue that their music is like perfectly constructed pop music, mm-hmm. but then one could also argue that if a, if pop music is perfectly constructed, that makes it so simple that it is in fact for children. So no. is it good or is it bad? Hmm. Whoa. You're saying the Beatles music is for kids. I'm saying it is the the, the it is constructed in such a in such a quote unquote perfect way uh-huh. without you know in the same way that like a simple nursery rhyme is constructed. So you're able to appreciate it even if you're a child. Just like Eudora. Baby G- baby Einstein over here. <laughs> yeah. I love that you started to say baby genius and then you walked it back. Yeah, you're like baby she genius. Baby, <laughs> but baby Einstein is a more specific reference. <laughs> well, I mean, I saw the hit film Baby Geniuses 1 and 2. I oh, mean, that's right. That's right. I did too. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we've all seen Baby Geniuses 1 and 2, but not any movie about the Beatles, the topic of our podcast. <laughs> Well, it's not the, this podcast isn't about movies we've seen. It's about things we don't know. Yeah, that's mm. true. Mm-hmm. That's why it we have a long way to go. There are many, many <laughs> potential topics. Interesting. Uh, um, I thought I had a point about the Beatles, mm-hmm. but I actually don't. Yeah. Well, I think what we've really oh, learned is that is yes, it? I remember. So I think it's 
incredible to dismiss things like what we were talking about. I love to dismiss, you know, and I'm often wrong. Like I watched The Office. I mean, a few years ago, I'm I'm joshing about The Office. I'm saying this show sucks. Who watches mm-hmm. it? Then I decide to watch mm-hmm. it. It's incredible. It's funny. You know, it's funny. It's intel. It's good. It's I don't know. And so I think like George is I like. I guess no. what I'm saying is <laughs> no. I mean, I'm just I love the turn this has taken of Sam praising The Office. <laughs> I mean, like I, we're trying to talk about the Beatles. No one has anything to say. It sounds like, well, the office is good. <laughs> okay. The Beatles are the office of music. I think is what I'm saying. Mm. That's interesting. I, yeah. I see what you're saying that too, because I feel like a lot of people who, uh, who push back, I guess, against the office are really pushing back against the fan base. Yes. Yes. Like, and I think honestly, that could honestly be my issue. Maybe with the Beatles. I think maybe mm-hmm. I'm more resistant to all the people who insist that I need to like it. Yeah. But maybe if me and the Beatles exist in a vacuum, I might enjoy it. Eudora, I have a question. Mm-hmm. Th- imagine in your head the ideal Beatles listener. Mm-hmm. Now, describe to me what they are wearing. They're wearing sweaters. <laughs> I think they're wearing sweaters, cardigans. Um, cardigans, mm-hmm. yes. Which isn't, I mean, n- no disrespect against cardigans. I mean, some of, so many people we know wear sweaters. Yeah. Some of our greatest figures in history wear sweaters. I just bought a cardigan. You know, this is something I read the other day. Every American <laughs> president has worn a sweater. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a, when you actually think about that statistic, that's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and all American presidents are good people. <laughs> Inherently. That's how they got elected. There are the, well, I mean, that's how a democracy works. They are, at, they are the best people available at, at any given historical at any given moment. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It voting, is, isn't it so crazy? Voting is the, amazing. It's so crazy that the two best people in America are uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And, and it was really hard to narrow it down to two because there's so many good people I in know. the world. But the fact that we finally got there through our awesome process yeah. is good. <laughs> oh my god, it's so good. It warms my heart. And to and you know, the the fact that I get the opportunity to decide to contribute to the decision of which one of them is number one and which one of them is number two, I mean, it really is is like is it's almost like I'm one of the judges in judging how tall people are for the sports awards. <laughs> The fact that, that I will walk into that booth and just be unable to make a wrong decision is amazing. Yeah. Because both, it's just, just I don't know, flip a coin. Pick the like, tallest one. We've, if pick, the tallest pick the tallest one. one. Thank you. Yes. And that's the you, both- <laughs> Do you think we should um, apply my uh, suggestion for sports also to politics and only elect <laughs> the tallest and widest people? <laughs> I actually think that would be really helpful. Yeah. If we found the tallest person and just made them president mm-hmm. because they were tall, yeah, I and bet it want, would be you know, okay. I do think maybe we can... I'm trying to think. You know, Obviously, height and uh, and width are often also dependent. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, on average, men are taller than women. On average, men are wider than women. Not always, mm-hmm. um, but, but often that's the case. So maybe there's a way to adjust for gender. Or maybe, in fact, we can only elect women, but it has to be tall women she better be tall yeah she that would be a great campaign slogan that, exactly it's you know <laughs> you know uh eudora peterson peterson colon she's tall <laughs> i can even see like cnn commentators being like now you know jennifer is a, a tough candidate she's six one and and then they'll be like but rebecca you you gotta look at this the facts she's six two yeah, and, and that'll be like, sort of the right. whole debate. Exactly. Yeah, and they'll be like, "Oh, well, you know, but if you factor in the hair, you know, you know, and then she was wearing platform <laughs> shoes." Now we have a dialogue. <laughs> I like that you just like run smear campaign, just be like, "She's yeah. actually five five. Like you can just yeah. <laughs> Do you think that, in fact, on average, like in all seriousness, if we were to only debate about who's taller? we would end up just kind of through sheer luck electing better people than who we currently do? Because I think yes. I actually think yes. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Cool. 
Mm-hmm. Well, we That's figured a- out politics. Mm-hmm. Should we move on to our last segment, Sam, do you think? Yeah, I think we've covered um, the Beatles mm-hmm. yeah. to a really deep extent. I think anyone listening to this, if there's anything we didn't cover, like feel free to talk to us about it. But I'm pretty sure we got it. So our final segment, uh, Eudora, is called Shoutouts. And um, it is, you know, an homage to um, a straight ritual of giving a shout-out. Mm-hmm. So we pick a, something that we enjoy and we just sort of uh, pop off about it for a moment. And I feel like you have to get in the mindset of imagine you're in Times Square. It's 2002. You're um, screaming. The camera's on you and you're yelling to everybody back home at your high school. Um, So that's what we'll go first and uh, pick something. George, do you have one? (sighs) I mean, if I'm going to be fully honest with you, I don't have one. Do you? Um... Yeah. Okay, great. <laughs> um, okay, okay, okay. What's up, listeners? Um, I just want to give a quick shout-out to Lake Michigan. I am here in Michigan with my parents. I'm lame. I'm stupid. I give up. Who cares? Fucking kill me if you have to. But I'm here, and I am getting into awful moods, as per usual. And then I will go take a dip in beautiful Georgiana Lake Michigan. And I just let that frigid water wash over me, and immediately I'm in a better mood. This lake is huge. The water Water is clear and it doesn't stink like fish. I love this lake. I wish there weren't boats on it, but I'll let them do what they want because I'm not trying to, you know, yuck anybody's yum. I love Lake Michigan. I love my life and I love my squad. XOXO, Sam. Woo! Wait, are you close enough that I don't know how Michigan is set up? You're just by the lake? Yeah, it's like across the street. Are you kidding? I love, I don't know how Michigan is set up. I don't. <laughs> and you know what? I don't either. I truly relate to that sentiment. Yeah. It's it's very, uh, the town I'm in is like a little lake town. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because, yeah, you hear oh, Lake Michigan, so and I'm just like, you. I would assume that you'd have to drive there. But now you're talking about, like, you get mad and you just <laughs> walk outside and take a dip. Oh, I slap my Tevas on and I just walk into the water. That's so cool. Wow. Okay. Well, I I can I can I can do one. All right, ready? Yes. Hey listeners, I just want to give a quick shout out to the idea of writing something privately and not showing it to anyone. This is something that I have recently discovered and did not know was an option. Recently, I tweeted something and someone replied and that reply was stupid. And then I wrote a paragraph long response to it and saved it as a draft in my emails and read it. And I, I, I took all, in fact, I read it over and I realized I have intense anger issues that I need to work on. And I will be doing that privately in my journal that I bought from a website. And when it comes, Oh, will I write on it every single day, maybe multiple times, in order for me to stay sane and stop grinding my teeth. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Okay. All right. Okay, Eudora. Okay. This is the moment of truth. Okay, I got it, because this... Okay. I was enjoying this earlier today. Okay, shout out to um, things that are on sale, but they're not final sale. I think it's great that um, I can buy this thing at a discount, but it, just in case it doesn't fit me, I can send it back because it's not final. That's like kryptonite to me sometimes. I get so scared when things are final selling. You see it online, you're just like, oh, I can't take that that leap. And um, yeah, sh- shout out to that. Woo! You know, I think that things that are on sale but not final sale, that's like the bisexuality of being on sale. Oh, yes. Because I think it's sort of like open relationship of being on sale. Yeah, yeah, or non-binary. <laughs> it's definitely questioning binaries mm-hmm. because it's to, the idea of being on sale but also being able to be returned is nothing. I mean, I guess none of it matters. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I mean, I definitely think that of that as the norm when things are um, on sale but not final sale, and. 
right well, in my no, mind no, on sale no. i i in my mind if something's on sale usually there are no returns especially online so yeah. it's, you have to be really careful yeah which is why it's so frustrating because sometimes I, here's the thing Mm. Often I will want to buy things that are like really expensive. Mm. And obviously the only way I can afford them is if, if they're on final sale. But then the thing is, when they're on final sale, you can't return them. And obviously they're still expensive. Mm-hmm. No, so I, it's this trap. It's tough. Because I feel like most of the time when there's a sale that's good enough for you to like get yourself involved in, it's final. That's the caveat. That's the catch. That's the catch. That's the catch. That's how they get you. They're like, we'll give yeah. it to you at like 80% off, but you have to keep it. Yeah, well, they, it's it's kind of like Ursula being like, yeah, I'll give you legs, but like, exactly, babe, you can't talk anymore. Exactly, <laughs> that's exactly like, yeah, what it is. You'll get what you want. You'll get what you want. You, you don't even. Know, mm-hmm. I mean, listen, it's zero dollars, but but your life, you got to keep it as you know it, is over. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. final sale is like Ursula. That's that's really smart. Uh, yep, it's one of the <laughs> smarter things I've said. I think in general, this podcast, needless to say, has been smart start to finish. Mm-hmm. I just want to say, I just want to address the elephant in the room. I really feel like I, um, and I hope you don't feel like this, Eudora. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have been taking up so much. I feel like I have been talking over you, and I feel like I have been like jumping in constantly. And I just wanted <laughs> you- to address that. Ultimately, I, I'm not going to change it, but I just wanted <laughs> to let you know that I know that. Eudora, do you just want to talk for maybe like, four minutes right now and we can sort of intersperse it throughout <laughs> the episode so that George feels less bad. You know, just say random words and we'll edit it <laughs> into the rest of the episode. No, no. I'm tired. No. I don't want to. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, would you like to maybe uh, be mean to George for a moment? You can um, call me so that a, he... a really <laughs> offensive name. No, no. Okay. That's, mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right. Okay, she didn't fall for the trap. She passed. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Zudora. You're now the co-host of You're this podcast. You're now the co-host of this podcast. In fact, the only host. Sam and I are both put, and you can edit this and put it out. Bowen edited our last one. And and then from then on, I mean, it's really up to you. And I think it's so important to pass the torch um, on to people who don't want it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, right, well, I think that's the end of our podcast. Um, yeah, well... Listen, congratulations to all three of us. And Eudora, we, say hi to your boyfriend for me. Oh, my God. He's really, he's going to be so mad at me that I, I dragged him into this. Well, do you want to leak his name, perhaps, no. so that people can... No. No, no, don't. <laughs> no, no, no. This, no. Is not, this podcast is not about doxing. We're not doxing no. Dan's daughter. And we're not doxing Eudora's boyfriend. <laughs> and we love all people. Mm-hmm. And we think that our peaceful child army of Jojo Siwas is only going to make the world a better place. <laughs> okay. And that is the end of our pod. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>